0: and welcome to New Mexico Castaways I'm Rosalinda Roman and I am in the car with three sleeping children Uh, they're not all my kids actually my niece Christina is with us and my daughter Ahava is still in Austin Texas with my husband Nathan Ziva and Samuel are back there along with Nala who is at the moment quiet she has her moments of squeaky whininess. Uh-huh. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me back up uh, if you're new to my channel. Oh, I see a sleeping one just woke up. Let me turn the, okay. are you cold Ziva? Huh? Okay, let me turn off the blast for you. It's cause it's on low. So basically, I am driving, just entered Arizona, from, New we left Austin, went through New Mexico, and now on to Arizona, where we will be staying in Tucson tonight. Um, We are currently what I like to call a full-time traveling family. Ziva is my middle daughter, she's 11, and Samuel is my son, he's seven. And Ahava, uh, the reason she stayed back in Austin is because she is a competitive gymnast and she's training there, so she's gonna maximize her training time. And Nathan's working there, so they are both gonna be in Austin for another week while the other two come with me along with their cousin so that we can start a very big what I'm like I'm calling our epic summer camper trip. Uh We will pick up my brother-in-law and his camper in Tucson and then we're going to drive all the way from Tucson up through uh, Nevada and I don't know if we go through California or just up to Oregon and then up to Washington State. So, And then we also, after we get to Washington State, we'll be flying from there to Florida where my brother is going to get married in July. So, we've got a big summer. We don't know really what we're doing after that. Uh, we know the kids have a camp to go to at the end of July, beginning of August in New Mexico, which, again, if you're new to my channel, the reason it's called New Mexico Cast or New Mexico Castaways, I like to call it, is our home base was from New Mexico. And that's where my TV uh, show was, and that's where we moved from when well, we moved on to a sailing catamaran, uh, the Dawn Treader, which we have since now, just in the last month, moved off of full uh, permanently. So now we're traveling and trying to figure out what is going to be our next move. Um, so there's a lot of questions, but it's interesting driving this area and out west. It's just such a different feeling than driving anywhere else in the country. Um, I, let's see, since February, we have driven, and I in particular have driven from Florida up to New York. Well, first Florida, then North Carolina, then Virginia, New York. uh, Let's see, New York to Chicago, Chicago to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to Madison, not Madison, to Green Bay, Wisconsin, and then down to Nina, Wisconsin, back to Chicago, uh, down to uh, Urbana, Illinois, down to over to Kansas, Lanexa, Kansas, and then Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma, and finally back down to Austin. So That was a a lot of driving on the East Coast and the Northeast and the Midwest. And now we're gonna do the Western side of the country. So uh, 2018 is shaping up to be a big year for exploring the US of A. Right now I am on I-10 and it is hot, hot, hot. The temperature gauge says it's 101 outside. I saw it this morning or this earlier, Today, it was at 103. And when we stopped at the rest stop, I, I always try to get out and stop as much as we can to let everyone stretch, use the restroom, take a break and throw the ball for Nala. And Nala did not want to really do anything. She stepped out, and poor girl, as soon as we stepped out into, um, stopped at a place in El Paso, Texas, which by the way is a market that I used to work in, she got out. She chased the ball once, landed in like, um, uh, what do you call that? Not a briar patch, but a like a thorn bush. I'm trying to think of the right word. Sandspurs. She she ended up with sandspurs all in her paws, and she was limping back, poor girl. So she came right back into the car, and then I tried again at this rest area somewhere in southern uh, New Mexico, and she went and chased the ball until it landed in the shade, or she brought it into the shade, and then she stayed there. She didn't come back out. <laughs> now, if you don't know our story, Nala has lived only on a boat her whole life until just, the, like I guess, the past five months she's been traveling with us um, in, you know, by, by car, and been pretty much landlocked most of the time, but she was a water dog she we got her when she was just a tiny puppy she came onto the dawn treader with us and she trained uh with my friend betsy alvarez who is an amazing trainer and you should look her up uh, and she lived on the boat with us through uh, first in the bahamas in florida and back again twice and then she has now been on land so her experience now is very different it was funny this morning we were at a hotel in Van Horn Texas and she the kids wanted to go swimming so I brought her to the pool to sit next to us next to me while they swam and the minute Samuel jumped in she started crying Nala started whimpering and jumped up and tried to jump in Um, I had her on a leash, and and I I can't tell if it's because she wanted to swim or if it's just reminiscent of our time when we were in the Bahamas and we first discovered that she is a water dog um, because she's a German shepherd, and not all shepherds uh, like the water, and not all shepherds like to chase balls, but Nala is her own unique self. So anyway, she... When we were in Eleuthera in Rock Sound, we were going to this wonderful ocean hole uh, place where you jump off like a 12-foot cliff down into this big blue ocean hole, uh, protected. It's not like in the wild ocean, but it's, it's pretty awesome. And she was watching everybody do it until Samuel jumped from, you know, he, it took, he took his turn and he jumped in and she jumped in the water and swam over to where he was and started trying to like pull him back to shore well up until that point we didn't really know that she could she could swim swim we knew she had been in the water and she'd splash around in the in the shallows with us when we were in the water but reluctantly you know we'd throw a ball in and she'd go after that but it was never something that she loved Or we didn't think she did until then. And then she just jumped in, and that was it from that day forward. She loved to swim, and she'd jump in and go swimming every chance she got. Uh, So it was pretty funny this morning because I could tell she really wanted to be swimming. And she was whimpering and like, I'm going to go in. I want to go in. But obviously she can't swim in the community pool. The good news is we are on our way to Tucson where... We are going to be prepping the camper up at my uh, my mother and father-in-law, Ann and Sam lived in Tucson and uh, sadly they're not with us anymore but uh, between Nathan and his two brothers they still own the house and so we have some friends that live in the house now and they've invited us to go up and swim in the pool and prep the camper up there. So. We're going to go do that, so we can be up there and swim and and play. And I'm sure Nala will be swimming at their pool. Uh, I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Especially with this heat, I can't imagine she would not want to get in the water. Um, So yeah, that's exciting to think of seeing our friends, Cecile and Paul and Camille and Dominic. And then we also are hoping to see our former nanny, Miss Lidio, and her wonderful family, Eliana and Tatum. And, oh my gosh, I can't remember her little baby boy's name. (laughs) That's hilarious. She just had a baby. Um, You'll have to forgive me. Lidio, I cannot believe I'm having a brain fart. Uh, Anyway, so we're hoping to see some friends and prep the camper, and then we will depart in the next couple days and drive up to Las Vegas Nevada because you know who doesn't want to be in Las Vegas in the middle of the summer (laughs) but we're doing it because we were going to go up the coast of California and we were looking at timing and we were going to try to go all the way um, to LA and then up the Pacific Coast Highway to get to Monterey California because that's where my daughter Ahava was born and I, want, and I used to be the main anchor in that market, in the Salinas-Monterey market. We used to live in Pacific Grove. And I haven't been there in years, and I would love to go there. And so we thought we would squeeze that in. We also have a cousin. My husband's cousin lives in Mendocino, California. So we were going to go and see people we love along the, the coast of California um, on our way to my brother-in-law, whose camper it is, Ari. He is um, going to a friend's wedding in Lincoln City, Oregon, um, like at the end of this month. So that was the whole spark, that the whole reason we decided to try to do this camper trip again. Because we had done this camper trip uh, last summer, and we went all the way up to Squim, Washington. And we went up uh, first to White Salmon, uh, I think is in Oregon or Washington, I can't remember, it's right on the border. But we went for Nathan's cousin's wedding, Mira was getting married, and so we went up to see Mira and Alda and Jesse for the wedding, Um, and then anyway, after, after that we went up to Squim, Washington, which is beautiful and stayed for a bit. So we, when Ari found out that he has another wedding to go to this summer up in Oregon, he said, hey, you want to do another camper trip? And I said, absolutely. So that is what we're doing. It's kind of funny because last year, it was basically Ari, the kids, and myself, Ziva and Samuel, myself. Same scenario where Nathan stayed working and Ahava stayed with gymnastics. But this time around, both the Hava and Nathan, I think, want to come with us more. So we are going to have them in the vehicle. Well, the the tow vehicle for the camper is a Ford F-150 pickup truck, and it only has six seats, and that's including like the bench seat in the front. Um, So unlike the van I'm driving right now, which is our Chrysler minivan, which has seven seats, um, we're going to be limited on um, the number of, uh, you know, seats we have. So because of that, um, we got to do some swapping and, and a little creative uh, transportation because we have Christina, which with our family and Christina that makes six and then with Ari that makes seven. Well, rather than rush to get to Lincoln City and have my, my niece have to head back, we decided why don't we have Ari, who is super awesome and flexible and is willing to do this, Um, why don't we have him fly up to Portland and he'll take a shuttle over to the wedding and then we'll take the camper up and meet him there. That also gives us a little bit more time um, just to kind of sightsee and Nathan and Ahava will be with us more of the way, which is nice. And I will say that that's a big change, I think, in our family that we've really been together a lot more that just started with this move we've been in Austin um, for on and off a month and three weeks I think it is and that's been nice because Nathan has been working on a project in Austin which has allowed us to have him home every night and um, wake up and have him there in the mornings he brings me coffee I've been doing um, I wake up every morning before everybody else and that's my writing time, and I've been working on, dun, dun, dun writing some of the stories about our life on The Dawn Treader. So I get up at like 5.30, and I start writing, and then eventually when Nathan wakes up, he brings me a cup of coffee, uh, usually after Samuel's already gotten up, because he's a little morning boy. And so he gets up usually by 6, 6.30, so I have to tell him, okay, this is Mommy's writing time, you have to, you know, be here quietly. Um, But anyway, there are worse things, right? I I do enjoy the snuggles. So being with Nathan and having him with us is a big switch because that was a big part of what was frustrating about living on the boat is he was always, and, and living in New Mexico, frankly, is he was always leaving to go to work. He never worked in the same city we lived in and he was always flying somewhere for work. Well, this time around, when we were discussing what to do after moving off of the boat, um, he said, well, I know I've got this this project in Austin that I'm going to have to work on pretty intensely for a while, and so I'll be flying there a lot. And I said, well, why don't we go there instead of you you know, flying there? We'll be there, and then if you have a, another trip, you have to fly out of Austin, okay, so be it. So we did that, and now this week... We have been having pretty intense talks as a family about what are we gonna do when we are done with these summer travels, uh, with the camper trip and their camp uh, at, in New Mexico at the end of July, beginning of August, and and Nathan and Ahava definitely want to return to Austin. She wants to continue with the gym that she's been training at, although I will say I'm, I'm pleased because she wants to continue her training, but. She knows we need to be in Florida for my my brother's wedding, and um, we have other things coming up. So she agreed to go train with her old coach while we're in Florida. I was hoping she would actually go to a gym in the Orlando area, because we do have Disney season passes, and we thought maybe we could be there. And I think I talked about on a previous episode that I thought about applying to go work at Disney, at least in a seasonal, temporary kind of thing, um, but I don't know that that's going to happen. She does not want to start at another gym in Orlando, and so we'll see. We're we're going to discuss that more, but it, at the very least, she'll get some training in with her former coach, which would be in Jupiter, Florida, and um, then... They, she wants to come back here after camp in New Mexico I mean back here, back to Austin um, Ziva is not sure she wants to do that because a big part of what we talked about as a family was that this is going to be a time for us to travel not for us to be you know, planting roots or being in one place because if we're going to do that she wants to be in New Mexico which is where our main home is but we have friends renting that house out as well so It's not, it wouldn't be easy for us to return to New Mexico. And there's a lot of reasons why why I hesitate to return to New Mexico. But Ziva agreed to not being in one place, not returning to middle school in New Mexico, unless, uh, because we were going to all travel as a family. So um, we've been looking at houses in Austin because Nathan really wants to have that be our home base for a while. He's been talking about signing a six month lease because it's way cheaper to get a rental house if you have six months. Oh my gosh, I just had to beep at a big truck that was just coming into my lane. That was scary. Thank you for that. Okie dokie. How about we don't text and write, drive an 18-wheeler, huh? Okay, my heart is racing. Sorry about that. We're all okay, and the kids. Let's see. Yeah, they're still sleeping. That's awesome. I am glad they're still sleeping. Uh, and we're near Safford, Arizona. At least the exit to Safford, in case you've driven this road and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so where was I before my heart came up into my throat? Um, yeah, so we've been looking at houses. And they're, one of the things we've been talking about is, okay, if if we do rent because it is significantly cheaper to just rent like a six month rental Um, even if we only stayed three months and we rented it for six months it's still break even as opposed to doing what we've been doing which is getting a home away um, rental or vrbo or airbnb rental uh, for a month at a time that is considerably higher to rent it that way than it is to sign, to rent something for six months. So the per month cost is a lot higher. So we've been talking about that. We Again, Ziva and I are not convinced. Samuel seems more willing to do whatever and go wherever. He's, he's much more flexible right now than he was, say, even five months ago. Um, but if we do pick a house in Austin... There's a few things that were really important to me and and there are other things that are really important to other members in the family. One of them was I really wanted to be in a neighborhood. We've rented a few places now in Austin and a few places in Florida as well. Um, And what I've realized is I really like having a neighborhood with sidewalks because then you can, and, and with nearby parks and ideally, nearby swimming pools, um, because, like the, we, we rented a place in a place called Wells Branch, uh, in the Austin area, and that community was great because we could roller skate down to the local park, where they had a pool and a playground, and we um, Ziva even had a sand volleyball court there, and Samuel, uh, I mean, and Nathan had a tennis court there that he could play a little bit and it was just there was a library nearby there was a green belt area that we could go I could go jogging there was a nice dog park within walking distance that I could take Samuel I mean Samuel that I could take Nala to and throw the ball for her every day so that got her exercise Um, so sidewalks were a really big thing that I want which is funny because we found a few really cool houses but they don't have sidewalks and to me I'm it's very stressful to think about the kids being playing in the street um learning to ride a bike because you know we've lived up in the mountains and on a boat so while they know the girls know how to ride a bike it's not like they have a lot of experience and samuel just learned how to ride a bike within the last couple months so i don't really want them learning you know in a on a busy street. So ideally, I wanted to find a place that was like a cul-de-sac within easy walking distance or skating or bike riding distance to um, to a pool or park or both. And a backyard with a good, you know, a good fenced-in uh, backyard with what I really wanted was some nice big old trees because we've rented, now the second rental that we have right now is... Um, it's a newer complex and it looks like they just knocked down all the trees and like knocked down everything really they just kind of came in you know leveled everything and then put in these little uh, if you if you've ever watched the show weeds you'll know the song little boxes on a hillside little boxes full of ticky tacky (laughs) yes and they sing it better i know but um you know, that's what it feels like in the neighborhood that we're renting in now, which is called Crestview. Uh, it's, it's nice and fine, and it seems like a nice place for, like, young, um, young, there's a lot of kind of young techie people who are um, just getting their careers started, you know, not really families with kids, per se. But the thing that I noticed when I was in the first rental house in Wells Branch which was a neighborhood that was way more like for us, our family, really enjoyed, was that the trees in the backyard or over, hanging over the backyard, were so alive with birds and squirrels and chattering critters, you know, that I could sit out there on the deck and there was just this really nice um, connection to the little nature right there. Um, so I definitely wanted a backyard with some nice trees and uh, and so what else I'm trying to think of some of the other criteria for everyone well the the proximity to things because one of the things Nathan absolutely hates 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 traffic and I certainly don't love it either but it seems like like right now we're a good hour away from not hour, about 30 30 minutes away from gymnastics and from Nathan's work, the place that we're renting. And the first place we rented, we were about a half hour from Siva's volleyball. And so we're trying to, like, be in a place where we can all be centrally located and not spend all of our time in the car just traveling. Um, I will say I don't mind driving with the kids because we make the most of it, and I try not to let it be just totally... Um, tech time, you know, but it would be nice to have everybody somewhat centrally located. And that's a big um, plus for some of the neighborhoods we're looking at right now in the Austin area. Some of the houses have these things that I've been wanting, which, you know, having a a backyard uh, and sidewalks on a cul-de-sac with a nearby pool and park, that kind of thing, plus uh, big trees, big old trees and that kind of thing. Um, So And then have everything centrally located. So this one neighborhood we're looking at is 15 minutes to Nathan's work and five minutes to potentially where Ziva could do some volleyball and where Samuel might be able to do some of his sports, which might be parkour or tumbling or swimming or who knows what. Maybe volleyball. I know he keeps saying no, but you know a girl can dream that we might have two in the same sport that would be nice um but that's a downside of what i was going to say is that's one of the things working against using new mexico as our home base because something i definitely have learned from all of our travels is that i really want to have people around and i also know that nathan doesn't love to have people around he likes solitude and space he doesn't like to feel um, boxed in. But the problem is when um, we're, like the neighborhoods, a lot of the places are very, every all the houses are really close together and he really doesn't like that. But the problem with New Mexico is we live up in the forest on 75 acres with no neighbors and no potential to have Like neighbors with a sidewalk where they could you know the kids could like meet other kids and discover you know just the natural stuff that you think of when you think of a neighborhood Uh, there's no no opportunity for that we do have friends from the local school but nobody lives within walking distance of each other you have to drive everywhere and drive far and on highways everywhere and so we've talked about if we do move back to New Mexico at some point, which there's a good chance we are, we've are we started the conversation about maybe doing that for next school year. Um, we would need to, I think, do some work on our house, because first of all, we built the house when, our, when Ahava was a baby, she was our first, and we didn't have three kids. So that's one thing, we'd have to make the house bigger with more rooms. But I talked about needing like, to build a volleyball court or something that would, or a swimming pool, something that would bring people to us uh, for social connections. Um, and I talked with the kids about, like, I don't want all of our social interactions to be a party that involves drinking only, and I'm not, you know, I'm all for having drinks with friends and that's fine. But being up in the mountains, you know, I don't want people drinking and driving, first of all. And I don't want, after I took this women's retreat um, for a few weeks ago, it really helped me to see that one of the biggest things that I miss and that matters to me is having meaningful conversations, deep, meaningful conversations. That's actually part of why I'm looking forward to this road trip with Ari, because he and I always uh, have great talks and um, i miss that in my life and i want to make sure to build my life in a way that fosters that naturally gives opportunities for that and the problem is when you live so far away from everybody it's hard to get people to come up and just you know drop in for a deep talk (laughs) so um, we've talked about having to if we do move back we might have to do some overhauling of the house and the property to encourage social interaction Uh, but for now that's not something we're going to do right away if anything i think we will probably rent a house in austin so that nathan has that home base for and ahava has that home gym but then i think ziva samuel and i at least will definitely continue traveling and exploring and I'm hopeful that now that my brother just moved to Germany, that we will uh, have a good excuse to actually go travel overseas because we've been a full-time traveling family, but we have not gone anywhere except to the United States. We have been to Mexico and Canada in the past, um, but this year it's been all domestic with the exception of uh, Puerto Rico, which is part of the U.S., and the Bahamas. So maybe this is going to be the year where we uh, decide, okay, we're not going to plant roots, but we can at least have a place to call home and have our stuff so we don't have to travel the world with everything we own in the back of our minivan. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so we'll see. That's what we're thinking about and talking about. I'm going to take a break, check how much time and how much farther things are going to be till we get to where we're going. And uh, I'll check in in a little bit. Wow, I didn't realize how long I had talked. (laughs) So I'm going to wrap it up in a few minutes. But I just was going to check in and say that I took a break and ate some chocolate. And I was going to ask you, what is your favorite chocolate? Um, first of all, my two things that I, I think I just adore, you know, more than pretty much any other food is coffee, food, and drink. I love a really good cup of coffee with hazelnut creamer. I love hazelnut creamer. It was one of those things that I uh, carried with me <laughs> when we were on the boat, and they, wherever, whenever someone came to visit, they would say, oh, is there anything you would need me to bring? Hazelnut creamer because coffee just isn't the same without it. Um, But I do, I love a good cup of coffee, and I'll drink coffee all day if you let me. I get that from my dad, who will drink uh, coffee all day if you let him. So coffee and then chocolate. Love, 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 good dark chocolate. And Nathan knows that, so he brings me really good dark chocolate. Um, And sometimes he brings me chocolate and I think it's because some of the kids like that and they've been telling him that I like that um and by weird I mean like blueberry filled dark chocolate and and, um there was one that was like a bourbon something (laughs) not my favorite but um he does know and he usually brings me my favorites which are dove chocolate covered cherries oh my gosh those are so good anything Ghirardelli almost. Not so much the like overfilled fruit kind, but um, I like like dark chocolate with sea salt caramel. Um, I love just plain dark chocolate squares. And then maybe my favorite are the dark, just the Dove dark chocolate little squares. Those are melt in your mouth, so awesome just now what I had was and I have to be careful because when you travel uh, chocolate melts and that's a major crime to waste chocolate because it melts and then gets all yucky uh, or ruins a bunch of other stuff so I travel with chocolates in with a little freezy pack um, in a cooler you know along with critical things like uh, well first of all by the way my the seat next to me is all snacks, snacks and, and cans, food food that we're bringing with us to the camper that came from the house in Austin because we have been renting that house for the three weeks and now even though Ahava and Nathan will be there, they're mostly going to be at work and so they'll eat out and Ahava works uh, works out all night. She Her gym, she's working, I, I did the math, she's training 29 hours a week right now plus she's in school. Um, because she still does the Florida virtual school and she's got two classes that she's working on. So she doesn't have any free time, which I, you know, I have opinions about that. As you know, if you listen to this, uh, podcast for any length of time, I think she should be a kid and have free time and you know, that bugs me, but, um, you know, I also don't want to squash her dreams. So whatever, um, (laughs) But anyway, so I travel with food in general. That's the three things I always say I learned from my mom. Because I don't know if you know, but when my, when I was little, my dad was a, he worked for Eastern Airlines. And so we, we went standby uh, and flew to Puerto Rico or Florida, Colorado, uh, where my grandpa and grandma used to have a house. Um, and so we would fly standby or take camper trips or road trips um so i got the travel bug early now that i think about it but um from my mom i learned you always have a change of clothes um something to do and something to eat for the kids because i'm one of five so my mom was traveling standby a lot of the times alone standby with five kids uh, when we were little and they were little and she she handled us quite well but um yeah, so those are the, the lessons I learned from her. So I always have enough, you know, like a change of clothes for the kids, um, generally. Now, not so much because they're older, but when they were little, always had a change of clothes, always have stuff for them to do. And I'm not talking about just electronics. I'm talking about, you know, actual games or interesting, you know, things that they, to engage their brain, and um, something to eat. So I always have snacks and uh funny thing is we decided we were going to do this, um, we've been looking for games to play on the road, and one of the games that we found was you come up with five words that nobody can say on the whole trip, and if you say one of those words, you um, you get a point, and you don't want to get a point, and whoever gets the most points by the end of the trip loses, um, and so we decided we would each pick two words. Um, And so the words that I picked were snacks. (laughs) And what was the other one that I picked? I can't remember. I'll have to think about that. But then Samuel was hilarious because he said, um, we can't say the A word or the S word, meaning no curse words, which I was like, uh, no comment. (laughs) Um, And then I remember I'm traveling alone with a german shepherd and three kids so sometimes there may be um a donkey mentioned along the way but uh if you uh anyway i I should i should not admit that in public i know um but anyway so then uh ziva picked i think she picked tucson because that's our destination and oh she's the one who picked snacks And then Christina picked tech and electronics, are the the two words we can't say. So, so far, guess who has gotten the most points? And totally by accident, I really thought that I was going to nail it and not not lose that game. But it has been me. (laughs) I have said tech several times, as in, hey, it's time to put away your tech to take a nap. Um, I asked if anyone wanted any snacks. when Nala ran out into traffic, when someone accidentally opened the door, I may have said the S word. Um, Yeah, so I'm basically losing, and that's just the way it goes. But uh, right now I'm winning because the kids are sleeping, and I just had Dove chocolate. Oh, and I also had Toblerone, dark chocolate. Yes, I had two different kinds of chocolate. So it's quiet, everybody's sleeping, and I had chocolate. All is right with the world. The only thing missing is I'm out of coffee. Um, So that's it. I guess that's all I'm going to say. It's long enough, I guess. (laughs) If you like Rosalinda's Ramblings, a.k.a. New Mexico Castaways, please subscribe to this podcast, however you listen, whether it's iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Um, You can see some of my live reporting on Facebook, uh, dot com slash New and you can even join our private Facebook group, New Mexico Castaways, where I share more of the inside stuff, pictures, videos, photos from our adventures. All right, thanks for listening. Have a great day, summer, whatever season you're listening to this. I hope you're enjoying adventures with people you love. All right.